Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up and welcome back to the Kinda Funny Games cast. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes and I am joined by... The new face of video games blessing at Aoye Jr. That looked really cool. It looked like the smoke revealed Andy. <laughs> like I farted. <laughs> we also have the big daddy himself, Greg Miller. Hello, Tim. Hello, Greg. Hello. And rounding out the group today, running in. <laughs> Live in an action. <laughs> yeah, nitro rifle, Andy Cortez. Hey, Tim. Hey, Andy. Hey, bless. How you doing? What up? What's, What's up, going? Not much, man. How you doing? Doing good. We just reacted to the latest Nintendo Direct, and now we are going to break it down, give our thoughts on the entire presentation, what games we're excited for, what games we're missing, all of that. I'm very excited to talk to everybody about it all. But of course, this is the Kind of Funny Games cast where each and every week we get together to talk about the latest in video games. Uh, of course, you can get it on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games, or you can also get it on RoosterTeeth.com, both in video form. But if you want audio, if you want podcast, search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny games cast and we will be right there for you um if you want to get the show ad free though i have something you got to do everybody you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny and you can do just that like our patreon producer delaney twining thank you so much because you, of that delaney. you get the show ad free you get all the bevy of bonus content so much exclusive content out there for you to consume from us and we appreciate you for doing all of that today we're brought to you by shady rays and honey but i will get to that later for now let's start off with our thoughts on the february 2023 nintendo direct andy cortez i want to start with you what did you think overall and what review score would you give it on the kind of funny scale Ooh, this is tough, man, because I think it started off strong and then just got really, really like down in the dumps, and it became a disappointment for a good while there. The Shadow Drop of Metroid, I think, is phenomenal. Uh, Pikmin looks dope. Of course, ending with Zelda looks great. All the Game Boy games being available. Can't wait to get back to Oracle of Ages and Seasons for the first time since I was a little baby boy. I would give this a... I would give this a three out of five. I think that they dove into... Good. Yeah, like yeah, it's 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 serviceable. I think it's serviceable. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. That's all I got. Gregory, it's okay, right? Isn't three out of five okay? Understand? Thank you. Just make sure. Just make sure I wasn't wrong. Uh, I'm right there with Andy. I give it a, a three out of five. I think I thought the first thirty minutes were uh, rough and not like you know. I know you got to put out your games. You got to do a bunch of stuff. Yada yada yada. But there was a lot of uh, stuff in there I did not care about, and so I'm coming off of that perspective. But then once we got to the Game Boy uh, announcements for uh, Switch Online, I thought we were off to the races and had a solid finish. Had some c cool stuff in there, obviously. Yeah, you know, Metroid uh, coming out's huge. Advance Wars getting dates huge. All these Game Boy stuff's great. Uh, and then obviously having Zelda, and there's uh, going to be a one, you know, more Mario Kart. That's cool. It was fine. It was okay. Blessing. Uh, I want to give it a two out of five. Uh, when I saw I was going through, I was highlight hi uh, for bad. Yeah, I was highlighting the things that stuck out to me, and I only highlighted four things. Uh, those were the Game Boy games coming to Nintendo Switch Online, the Game Boy Advance games coming to Nintendo Switch Online, Metroid Prime Remastered, and then the Zelda Tears of the Kingdom uh, trailer. Three out of four of those things are 
old content, you know, making their way to the Switch. And I think for me, I need a lot more new stuff. I need a lot more surprises. I think the Zelda trailer was really awesome, but Zelda is something that we've gotten a lot of over the years, and I expect that to be awesome. Uh, the Pikmin 4 trailer I thought was fine. I'm not a Pikmin person, and that trailer didn't sell me on becoming a Pikmin person. Uh, they had the Xenoblade expansion early on as well, and like that's another thing where I'm not a Xenoblade person. There's a lot of people that aren't Xenoblade people, right? And I think you know you go down the list and there's a lot of stuff in this direct that were either updates on games that are speaking to sort of niche audiences and then games that i just don't think have enough pop right it's like how much how much time do we really need to spend on fashion dreamer like why wasn't that part of a montage uh dead cells return to castlevania is cool but we've known about that tron identity is cool but again we've known about that i think for me i needed a, a lot more you in play terms that tron of game? you gonna play the tron game i'll check out the tron game yeah you know i'm not a tron person but i do like my uh, mike bithel and i got to help reveal that game actually uh so i really want to check that that game out but all in all, I think I wanted more from it. Uh, shout out to the Don't Nod game. That's yep. one that uh, has me curious. I don't know if I would say that had the best showing, but it's one that I'm still curious to check out when that comes out. So overall, two out of five for me. I am higher than you guys. I would give it a four out of five. Um, I can't give it a five because fives for me need like out of left field, didn't see that coming, and I'm wowed and can't wait for it moments. This didn't have that, but this did what I expect from a direct, what I'm looking for from a direct, which is answering questions that I have. Um, and a lot of the th questions I had were release date based, and now we got release dates for Pikmin, we got release dates for Advance Wars, uh, we have a confirmed release date for Zelda that I now actually believe and uh, think that they're going to actually hit. Um, other dates for some of the smaller titles that um, we've heard before, but like seeing uh, Tron Identity return to Castlevania uh, and the Disney Illusion, these are things that we've only seen like once or twice or once, really. This is the second time for, I think, all of those. Um, so that's cool. And I do love the um, focus on the expansion passes for these games that might not be for me, but expand uh, for Xenoblade and for Splatoon. It's like it's good that Nintendo is supporting really, really high quality games that people out there love that are just as valid as the Marios and Zeldas and all that stuff. On top of that, we got Metroid Prime today. A shadow drop for a game that we've been waiting for forever. Could not be more excited for that. Bless you're right. It is a lot of old games. But at this point, the Switch has become the greatest play place to legally play old games. <laughs> the amount of HD collections and remasters. I love the trend of getting a lot of DS games. There was uh, two or three um, shown in the showcase of DS collections or DS remasters. And the DS is a system that will not be preserved properly unless games are ported. Like, that game, the system was weird, so the games had to be designed with two screens in mind. If people do not port it, those games are going to be unplayable uh, at a certain point. So I do think it's cool that they're, we're moving to that, uh, that era, and I did not expect to see Game Boy or Game Boy Advance. That seems like something that we all want, and we all like expect that, oh, it'd be cool if they did it. They fucking did it. The lineup looks great. Getting a bunch of them today, I think, is cool confirmed oracle of ages and seasons like that is the type of stuff that i'm looking for no pokemon definitely a bummer on both the game boy and advanced side hopefully they're holding on to that and going to release it at some point soon especially with the uh 3ds eShop coming to a close next month um the amount of games that they had in this i thought was like really impressive uh in terms of Things like the Katamari Dynasty and Octopath Traveler, a lot of updates on what we know were coming, but then a ton of cool games like Sea of Stars and uh, Omega Strikers and things that we didn't, I didn't know about Omega Strikers, but it looks like a fun time. Uh, but I do think overall, yes, this is missing uh, the crazy big announcements of things I was looking for, like Amario, which I still expect we're going to get at some point. Um, but with every passing Nintendo Direct, it makes my questions get even more and more confirmed of like, what is Nintendo EAD up to? What is Grezzo up to? What is the team behind Mario Kart up to? What is the team behind Luigi's Mansion up to? What is the, um, the sports team up to? 
We're going to get those answers at some point. We just have to. Retro. Been working on Metroid Prime 4. Where are the Zelda ports? I think, where are the Zelda ports? We're going to get them. Uh, With Metroid Prime 4, or with the Metroid Prime remaster, we're closer than ever to Prime 4. We've always said that there has to be enough of a gap between the release of the remaster and the new one to come out. And I think them dropping... um, it fit digitally today and physically later is another important thing to point out in the future when we're trying to predict sure. how Nintendo might announce games mm-hmm. or what they will or won't do. Um, anyway, I thought this was a, a, a great Nintendo Direct. Not my favorite of all time by any means, but a few genuine surprises in there, even on a smaller scale like Samba de Amigo. Sure. Why the fuck not? I'm excited for to play that for a weekend. I was very impressed uh, by how they went about the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance stuff where... You know, I'm a big N64 fan. You know, I talk about it all the time. When Nintendo dropped the N64 for the Nintendo Switch Online Plus expansion pack, I feel like the messaging around that and the marketing around that and how they packaged it was filled with a lot of disappointment and weird Nintendo decisions. This was pretty flawless, I feel like, in terms of how they how they packaged it. Of course, like, it'd be cool if there was Pokemon and other games in there as well, but I think that the games that they included feel a bit more above and beyond than what we usually get in the first uh, lineup of one of these devices. And so when you're talking about the Game Boy and Game Boy Color, right, you're talking about Tetris, Super Mario Land 2, Link's Awakening, Gargoyle's Quest, Game & Watch Gallery 2, Alone in the Dark, The New Nightmare, which, of course, they're going to throw some random games in there, uh, Metroid 2, Warrior Land 3, and then also Kirby's Dream Land. And then when you're talking about Game Boy Advance, you're talking about Super Mario Advance 4, which is Super Mario 3, WarioWare, Kuru, Kuru, Kuruin, which is actually a pretty fun game. I don't know how many people are familiar with that game. I don't know why I'm familiar with that game, but there I definitely... There was a Kirby version of it at some point. Maybe I but... checked that one out. because I was like an itch.io game or something. As soon as I saw it, I was like, I played a lot of that game and maybe I had it at, at, on um, Advanced and I just forgot about it. Um, but yeah, like, you know, that's cool. Mario Kart, Mario and Luigi's Superstar Saga, Minish Cap, and those are all out later today. That's a pretty good lineup and it also leaves room for a lot more stuff to come through, right? They had Golden Sun coming out later. I know there's a lot of people that are big fans of, of Golden Sun. Yeah. So I do want to commend that because I think in terms of how they usually roll that stuff out, I'm always... I'm expecting usually the worst when it comes to Nintendo and them looking back at their legacy to bring it forward. And I think they did a pretty good job with the Game Boy stuff. I I think my biggest disappointment in this showcase is when I hear that there's going to be a 40-minute-plus thing. um, Tim, you kind of praised the amount of things that we saw, the variety of things that we saw. I think that's to this this showcase's detriment. I think if they would have shown less of those smaller titles and just longer segments on whatever Zelda is, whatever Metroid Prime uh, Remastered is. If we spent more time on those bigger marquee titles, I think I would have been a lot more positive on it. I just think like what we hear, like again, 40 plus minutes, that seems like, holy shit, they're really going to bring the heat with this one. And unfortunately, it was a lot of like kind of middleware for me. Um, the, um, yeah, spend, I, I would say spend more time on on the Game Boy collection as well give more time to advance or even though we've seen enough of it it's just like th- that's still something you can do a bit of a deeper dive on when i see deep dives on whatever the bayonetta game is and and like blessing mentioned the fashion game it's like we don't we don't need a longer segment here you can just show off a little bit of a of a trailer here but yeah i think that the i think the amount of games was to this showcase detriment uh, i'd say spend more time on the bigger titles see a stars holy shit that game looks really damn good uh on the nintendo eShop, uh, it looks like zelda tears of the kingdom is back up and it is 69 dollars and 99 cents fucking hell 
It's fucking hell. <laughs> it looks fucking awesome though, man. It like does. ending with that, like I I'm I can't wait to play that game. I love how dark it looks. I love how epic the entire thing is, like both the score and just the presentation and like this what we're seeing right now on the screen with these uh like creatures flying around in a, in a dark storm. Like it reminds me of some of my favorite moments from Twilight Princess. And Zelda has never been afraid to like kind of flirt with the dark side of things and and kind of be a little scary at moments. And it. um this looks like they're really tripling down on that. You know, from Ocarina to Majora's Mask type vibe, mm. but taking the Breath of the Wild to this, I think, is uh, extremely exciting. Ganon being voiced, it sounds like. I assume that's Ganon. It's, uh, it was an evil voice. And people in chat were pointing out that they think it's Matt Mercer, which I don't know if we have. It did sound like Matt Mercer to me. I, that's who I initially thought of, but I don't have any. Also, shout out to what I assume is that a three-headed dragon right there on the bridge. Looks dope. A three-headed dragon? Can <laughs> yeah, you? Can that's you, what it looks like. Can you, yeah, I need, I need you to enhance on that because that sounds dope as fuck. <laughs> Yeah, oh shit! Oh, yeah, yeah. I love I love oh, some of the new sick. stuff we're seeing. I love the big. Um, it looked like one of those bosses that you just find out in the wild, where it was, but it was like made up of a bunch of like blocks, like the weird uh, kind of like construction yeah. thing that was going on. It looks like the the kind of like the Sheikah technology sort yes. of thing. Kind of. Um, I expect. I have expected the narrator. I, I guess if that's Ganon's voice to say the lone the loathsome dung eater. <laughs> I just oh, expected yeah, that, that with this weird sort of intro. This game looks fucking great. Again, it's just a crime that. For seventy dollars, you're going to be getting you know two dollars per frame. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those trailers I'm for sure going to watch over and over again just to see the different tools and stuff they're using. Of course, when I think of Breath of the Wild, I think of the Sheikah Slate and all of the tools that um, really made that game feel so um, like in the moment. In terms of oh man, I got the my magnet tool, I got my bombs, I got my like the freeze time thing, right? Like they're showing off a, a bit more of what whatever the Sheikah Slate in this game is. Uh, Ooh, some more of those tools. And those like this thing right here where it looks like you're you're pushing the things forward. That might be an, another magnet tool, but um yeah, like I can't, I can't wait to rewatch this to to check that stuff out. Just yesterday I was rewatching the um Breath of the Wild launch trailer that they ended the uh, Nintendo Switch presentation in 2017 with, uh which is I think one of if not the greatest video game trailer of all time. And watching this it it really is reminiscent of that i think yeah. they're yeah. trying to evoke some of that it's like um, that but like more mean just like, me it's cause me because that, that one that, that one was like it seems more sinister here yeah yeah because yeah, that that the breath of wild one from the, the one you're that you're talking about tim was more like we, there was like a lot of loss and a little bit of hopelessness but it was also like you know zelda being like you know link we got to save the world and this is very much seemingly ganon being like fucking kill them yeah. <laughs> and i'm all about that that's that's a cool uh juxtaposition the these vehicles that we're seeing in the open field do, does it kind of seem like you are customizing them and building them however you want or do you think because that like, car looked like a big like flat thing a block yeah column? it looked like kind of like a, a modular thing where you could kind of build the vehicle however you want as opposed to like hit this button to make the vehicle it seemed like it was put together in a way that you could kind of say, have a wheel here, have a wheel here, maybe make a tricycle if you want. You know? it's, it's interesting because I, uh, you know, game design is always so funny where they, they spend years making a game, it comes out, and then people play it. But then there's that the long tail of it, of the people that are like really getting into it and like trying to break the game. And Breath of the Wild being so physics-based, we saw so many cool, um, so much cool evidence of that. And uh, people making vehicles themselves in yeah. Breath of the Wild where it's like combining different rocks and stuff and making it go was like so cool to watch the YouTube videos of and all the Twitter shit. Uh, and then to have the DLC for Breath of the Wild come out and then you had the motorcycle, right? I think that this is kind of them really taking both of those ideas to, the, to, to all new heights, Greg. 
shout out to Shady Rays for sponsoring this episode. Look how cool I look. You too can look this cool. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and so much more. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. They'll also provide 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order and have donated over 20 million meals to date. That's fantastic. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back exclusively for y'all listeners and watchers right now. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the new year. You can go to ShadyRays.com and use code KINDAFUNNY for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. These are five star rated by over 200,000 people. Again, that shadyrays.com use the code kinda funny shout out to honey for sponsoring this episode honey is the easy way to save when shopping on your iphone or computer and thanks to honey manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past and we all know there's nothing better than the feeling of saving money honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart when you check out the honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons you wait a few seconds you see the fun little dancing guy honey searches for coupons and it finds you the best ones and then you just watch the prices drop we here at kind of funny have been using honey for years and it's helped us save thousands on tech costumes food you name it honestly i just love how easy it is to just set and forget and save that's the best part honey doesn't just work on desktops it works on your phone too you just activate it on safari on your phone you save on the go if you don't already have honey you could be straight up missing out you can get paypal honey for free at joinhoney.com slash kind of funny that's joinhoney.com slash kind of funny another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. All new heights. I like that, yeah. Tim. Oh, there's a flying vehicle, too. Right, and then showing more of the verticality. I still have so many questions about that. And honestly, it's I don't like even... Goblin in Spider-Man. Yeah, <laughs> like, like yeah, right, yeah, he's like the glider. <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> I mean, he does have bombs that he can drop on people. Yeah. So yeah, Link might actually be Goblin. Human men on a fucking <laughs> on a big building in New York. But yeah, like I honestly don't even want the answers until I have the game in my hands. Like that's the thing sure. is, I get nervous the more and more we get these trailers of all right, don't show too much, don't show too much, and they're, they're doing a great job of not showing too much because I still have all these questions. Like, I don't who want is these. This? Who is this? We'll never know until we play the game. That's Lisa. 
Is it- <laughs> <laughs> Zelda's cousin Lisa. <laughs> hey, are that, you looking that- for my cousin Zelda? <laughs> Is that the Master Sword? Is that the? I did really like the uh, um, the final shot. Uh, what seems to be Link and Zelda like reaching out for each other. Yeah, uh, it just looks hype, man. There's just Dude. like an excitement to this, and it, yeah. it does in a lot of ways. Now, like this, kind of feels like the end of the era of Switch, right? Them committing to this May uh, date. Like I do think with the games they talked about today, we're gearing up to the end, and this this is going to be an, a bookend of Zelda titles that are potentially going to be too. Games of the generation, games of all time, all of that. It's I think that's really exciting. Yeah. Uh, Greg, what else do you want to talk about? Uh, you know, I was we mentioned it heads there, but like uh, Harmony, the Don't Nod game that came out of left field, wasn't expecting uh, a Don't Nod game today, and then it wasn't expected to be you know a, a, a exclusive for Switch or whatever. Yeah. At least and coming out this June, and then of course the art style being far different than anything we've seen from them. When you talk about Life is Strange or any of their other games, like uh, I think that would serve them well having this more animated style. Hopefully, turn the game faster, but then also give it a different uh, vibe to what you're doing in it. Right? They talked about having your supernatural ability, uh, precognition there, see the future. That sounds awesome. I, you know, that gets me excited. Somebody joked, of course, there was a crying woman in the trailer, so Greg's in. It's true. <laughs> Don't Nod is <laughs> a narrative. Gotcha. They make narrative games. I love narrative games. Uh, I'm interested to see what this is, and if it's a narrative game that plays like I'm watching a really good cartoon, like Invincible, like we were yeah. talking about, then fuck yeah, let's go see what's up in this world. Yeah, I'm right there. I'm right there with you, too. That plus the Lane of Rain soundtrack is the thing that yeah. got me in, because, of course, like we love Don't Nod from Life is Strange. And you would hope that with this game, they're bringing a lot of that energy forward with a with a really cool animated art style, right? But that plus the Lane of Rain thing, plus that looks like a skill tree. I that's the time thing. Where they're is that saying, the time yeah, thing? Yeah, to, to see the future. It looks different. Uh, it being a see the future thing reminds me as well of Life Strange, right? Because in that game, you're uh, controlling time a bit. Sure. Um, Spoiler. As, well, it's like the first thing I, that I know, I know, I know <laughs> but like you know, I, I'm I'm curious to see if they're able to pull off some similar stuff where in Life Strange because of that power, right? You're able to kind of rewind decisions and yeah, uh, take things back. You would hope that's what that skill tree is, right? Yeah. Where it's like, okay, I went down this way and I see this guy die, so now I want to go back the other way and see if I can save him. It has a little Hades vibes as yeah, well. Yeah, that's what I thought yeah, too. Right the for the, some of the characters on there for sure. Shout yeah. out to Super Giant. Um, I I want to say I would love to see Metroid Dread costume dlc or like some sort of add-on inside of metroid prime remastered do you like is that something nintendo often does like hey we're bringing back this old game we're remastering it here's all this sort of legacy stuff to go along with it to kind of celebrate it as a franchise no not like that especially like looking at what this is it very much seems like less a resident evil 2 style remake and more of a just straight up remaster because remember the there was a remake of metroid prime trilogy um or one and two that were gamecube games three was a wii game they put out the metroid prime trilogy on wii with motion controls yeah these uh, and widescreen support so all these games tim are like definitely in my like these are my blind spots i did not have really any experience with this era of GameCube, so I am super stoked to. We should, we should have like a GameCube like month or like a year where we just go through because I had the same thing where I didn't have a GameCube. Yeah, and I feel like there's hella GameCube games that I would love. Like, I bought a I'm GameCube not into, like, twice. You bought I, a GameCube? I, I bought a GameCube and then I from a pawn shop and then I pawned it back because I needed money and I then I bought I another one from thing. a pawn shop because it was our it was a Super Smash Bros and Double Dash machine that we had and went back in the day. I, so I would just take it. I thought this time. was about to be some kind of joke where I bought a game. I got a GameCube twice or whatever. Like you die twice. You know, oh no! You die when <laughs> no, your no, no. said for the last time. No, I did the same thing with my PS3 when I was like, I, I'm an Xbox guy, but I haven't played Uncharted or Last of Us. Let me sure. check those out. You guys are in for a treat with this one. And yeah, it, it being out today digitally, February 22nd for uh, physical. Cool. 
Um, this game, it's one of the, it's a, it's an all timer, man. This is a, uh, one of the first 10 out of 10s I played, uh, contemporarily where it was like, mm. uh, it came out. I was like, oh my God, video games can be so much more. It is very much a Mario 64 moment. I don't know if that's going to translate, you know, it's like we have Mario Odyssey now. So I don't know, uh, if, uh, playing this is for you guys having played so many similar type games. I don't know if it's going to have the same type of appeal, but something tells me it will. I mean, I don't know if you have the Mario Odyssey of Metroid prime though. Right, like there's not really been a Metroid Prime to do Metroid Prime since Metroid Prime. True. But it's the other thing where like first-person shooters have evolved. So but much even stuff. Bioshock, yeah, yeah. I think, is a good example where it's like games that are like first-person, but like it's and they are shooters, but that's not necessarily the focus of it. And so I do think that uh, there's that level. But with Metroid Prime, what it really has going for it is the atmosphere. Like you literally will never hear somebody praising Metroid Prime. I love when this happens. Uh, mm-hmm. Metroid Prime, without mentioning the atmosphere, the music, the just tone and vibe, and like the desolate nature of it all, and uh, it's it's a little slower paced in some ways, especially in the beginning, and as you get used to the scanning mechanics. Um, but the Wii version dramatically improved the experience of uh, using motion controls. It is an example of a game that is enhanced by motion controls, and them also adding the dual stick uh, controls, I think, is going to be really good for it as well. But really excited, and um, there's been a lot of back and forth on, will it be just Metroid Prime 1, or are we getting the full trilogy? I've always kind of leaned on it being the first, and I'm excited this is uh, the way they're doing it, because to me, Prime 1 is a 10 out of 10, and then 2 and 3 are really damn good games, but like they're not even in the same league. How much was Skyward Sword? This might be a question for for a chat. When the remaster came out, for I think it was ten dollars less. I think it was 50. like fifty dollars. Because this is this is thirty nine ninety nine on the on the US eShop. And I this might be a bare question. Did they add? Because I guess when they added like amiibo support or some shit to Skyward I believe Sword, they did. When they, but it yeah. was but a lot of people weren't happy about it because I think it. It gave you some feature, right? Like a fast travel or something like that? Yeah, it added a fast travel with like a, a, an exclusive amiibo that you had to get mm-hmm. or something like that, which was really dumb. And I guess they didn't talk, they, when they revealed that, right? They Star talked Wars about it. 60, some people are saying. But they, they didn't talk about anything being added in terms of content in the trailer, which makes me think that it's, it's, it's a straight up pick it up, put it on Switch type deal. Rendering looks a lot better. Like I think. As much as I love Metroid Dread, I thought that there were several sequences where, like, lighting just looked really kind of off in places, and Samus looked like her suit just felt weird in that world. Whatever we've seen of this looks really damn good. I think that, like, again, I'm saying damn good for, like, whatever the Switch hardware can put out. I think it looks really impressive. Um, I'd also, just as a, as a non-sequitur, I'd like to imagine that, like, Birdo was under contract negotiations was just holding out to be sure. in Mario Kart. Yeah. They yeah. finally came to agreement. <laughs> They're like, Birdo's here. Yeah, really exciting stuff, getting more new courses in Mario Kart. Like, I know that that doesn't seem like the most exciting, like, holy shit, this is the best direct ever type news, but I didn't expect that. And uh, Yoshi's Island stage with new Yoshi's Island music and the style of Mario Kart, like, this is the Ba-da. type of shit that I want. Support games that we love and continue to do it and add new shit even a decade damn later. Um, I, I think I, this I looks cool I do find it weird that we didn't get a date because every time we hear about a wave, they're like and it's coming out in like in a, a month week. or something yeah or something like that so i do do find it a little weird and especially because aren't they supposed to what what wave is this is this wave four four aren't we supposed to get eight by the end of this year mm-hmm. okay bro the right. fall is about to be crazy do, 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 bird how do, do, do i get do, do, good at mario kart? every other week you're gonna get, get good at mario kart you, you want me to train you we can do a stream I, I, where i train you i just don't know how like i don't get just it just never bro. break in 200 cc never break I'll this, what, this, break. this is what i'll say You'll, you're never getting Mario Kart at, or at nine. Mario Kart nine's not coming until the Switch two. So you will get. I, I mean, mean, yeah, we've been saying that for like the last. Two years. <laughs> so I feel like I've been saying it. People have been disagreeing. But <laughs> I'll say it again. <laughs> it's not that I'm disagreeing. I'm saying Nintendo should put out Mario Kart nine on the Switch and mm. make a lot of fucking money. 
What's better than the conversation we were having today on uh, Games Daily? What's better than a million dollars? That's what I'm saying, man. You have one hundred seventy dollars. Like if Mario Kart Eight sold fifty million as of this week, you're telling me that Mario Kart Nine won't sell casually thirty, forty, seventy million? Like, ah, come on, it's gonna happen. It'll sell that much on the Switch too. Uh, Hope Rosalda for seventy is like I can't. I'm like still really angry about that. Like that's it should be higher. Thousand, it's just thousand, fucking thousand, bullshit, dude. For like Andy, a game, you're gonna live in that game for so long, though. It's just so fucking bullshit that for a game this late in a cycle to get a price increase, it ma- it makes no sense to me, dude. Especially when like, what are they trying to do? Fund the new hardware? Like they, we, it's just it's annoying to me, man. I'm f- so fucking annoyed by this and bothered by it. I hate it. I hate Capitalism. it. Sure, man. 122.5 million switches have been sold through. They want to get every dollar they can out of everybody because they're a business, understandably so. Uh, how many Nintendo first-party titles do they have that are big this year or in the future, especially if they're winding down? They got to get every last drop of juice out of there. How long did it take to get Zelda going? I hear you. Don't get me wrong. What's most annoying about it, I think, is like just doing the less and getting the most. Like That's what it kind of feels sure. like with Nintendo. Sure, 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 like, sure, sure. I know that's been the story, and we're suckers, and I'm going to... Buy it anyway because Nintendo only ever sends one code. <laughs> so, that, like I think that, that goes back to the conversation I mean, Greg were having a bit earlier today where, you know, PlayStation did it. I think Xbox is doing it. I still never confirmed that. But um, PlayStation waited until a console transition to be like, all right, now we can justify it. Now yeah. we can kind of get away with, away with it. I think it feels weird because Nintendo is doing this mid toward like late Switch generation and they are like behind on a technology and all this console stuff. that came out out of date already like that's where I'm but when just, it, like, the more I think, the more I've been thinking about it today since our conversation the more I'm like oh man yeah Nintendo's fucking for them business wise it's such a good decision for them because when you talk about attachment rate right again we talk about 50 million for Mario Kart 8 we're talking about 40 million for Animal Crossing we're talking about an attachment rate that sometimes reaches close to 50% in terms of uh, install base you char- start charging $70 for your games? Oh, my God. They're, got, they're about to make bank <laughs> off I mean, of these Breath games. of the Wild, too. Like, I forget the number off the top of my head, but it, like, I want to say it was like 27, Breath of Wild, 28, 20 something, something yeah. like that uh, million, which is absolutely That's wild, crazy. especially yes. for a Zelda game. Yeah. Zelda does not sell like that, but now it does. Yeah. And you look at the Switch, and it's continued to do it. So, yeah, like, that's it's wild <laughs> that they're, they're going for it. But, I mean, I, I, I expect this game to be a 10. So sure. that's that's where so we're going. Yeah. yeah, but like it, and then Metroid Prime coming out at forty. I'm be real. I'm more surprised at that. I thought that was going to be a sixty dollars. I'm pretty, I'm pretty uh, surprised for sure because yeah. <laughs> it's Nintendo. And they don't give a fuck yeah. for all the reasons we're just saying. Metroid Prime Remastered will be thirty eight ninety nine in fucking six years. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a bunch of like little release dates that were not even made a big deal, but like I don't think we've gotten a release date before for the. Uh, um, Etrian Odyssey Origins Collection, which is June 1st. I don't think we got one for the uh, Mega Man Battle Network collection that we've heard about before, but that's coming in April. Um, so looking at the Nintendos, they said that this Direct was going to focus on the first half, and the first half is now very fucking clear. Um, I think the biggest things that we didn't hear about that we know we're going to soon would be Pokemon stuff, but Bless and I were talking. Pokemon days later this month, I imagine they'll do a, their own thing, announce whatever the waves of Scarlet and Violet DLC, DLC are, as well as all the other um, Pokemon things that they'd like to do, like sleep or what we come up with. Pokemon, Pokemon Brown version. Oh, yeah, Pokemon Brown, aka Pokemon Doo Doo Butter. Yeah. It's like, it helps you poop. <laughs> it's KFGD. This, this is the kind of shenanigans we get on uh, KFGD. I know you guys don't get that crazy on the stream. No, never. Um, never. <laughs> but yeah, I, I literally am 
utterly shocked that we're getting Game Boy, that we're getting Game Boy today, getting all Game Boy Advance. All I think mean, we're getting a lot, of, a lot of the good stuff at once. Like you, made, you made a joke about like them teasing it out over five years because that's what I expected, too. Like, here's all these games, and we'll slowly, and then it was just, no, they're all up. All you won't, yeah, you'll get to pay the other ones on the Switch, too, or whatever. Yeah, yeah and, uh, and you know, Bless was bringing up earlier, like, the level of quality of the games that they're they're launching with. And, yeah, like, as a very, very excited and proud owner of the Analog Pocket that I use a lot like i am now pretty damn intimately familiar with the game boy catalog and like they're not missing much here i didn't see donkey kong 94 Uh that's a a big one um donkey kong 94 before we get donkey kong 64 tim i'm throwing you through then you'll finally be able to play a fantastic game turn that nine upside down you know what i mean barry (laughs) god do you think they've moved on fully from 64 bless like, oh, from oh, adding we, games we, to it? Yeah, we, we got Goldeneye no. on there. Fuck you guys. We're, no, we're still, still waiting on... They still make up NES games to add to that. Make up? Yeah, <laughs> those aren't real games. <laughs> we got Pokemon. Bibble Bobble. It's like, Stadium. No, not real <laughs> and Stadium 2. Google. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and we're still waiting on um, Mario Party 3, I think, they yeah. said it was this year. Okay. Yeah, okay. so there's still announced 64 titles that we don't have uh, dates for. I'm so excited to play WarioWare when I get home. And then when you get home, man, it's gonna be great. Give me uh, Super Mario Brothers Deluxe. Uh, <laughs> such oh, a specific <laughs> fucking thing. That you want a pretty funny. not good port of Mario One? Yes, because <laughs> it's the port I played. That was my first time playing through that game. Um, Portland Kevin in the chat says, "I want Perfect Dark." I do think at that at this point we'll probably get it. Like I think that now that the the walls have been broken down somewhat. Um, yeah, I forget is Banjo on its four line. Yes, it is. Okay, yeah, then I think you'll get. I don't think too. Not too. Uh, you'll probably get Perfect Dark someday. Mm. But yeah, when you look through the the list of games announced, like I do, want, I do appreciate that we do get games like Samba de Amigo, Party Central, <laughs> Party Central. Even though like most of the time when they have that tier of game, it does not speak to me. Yeah. Every now and then, I feel like you do get one where it's like, oh shit. All right, cool. Oh, like, damn. <laughs> yeah, like what was uh, like one of the WarioWare's? I know WarioWare is a bigger deal probably than Samba de Amigo. But like the last WarioWare game, right? Like I feel like that came away and I played that game and I was like, oh, it was a fun time. Um, but it didn't set the world on fire, right? Like Not I, every I, game needs to. Exactly. And I think they always have a good handful of those games that uh, that come through. And I think this direct Samba de Amigo is one of those. Yeah, no, this is going to be awesome. Samba de Amigo is a legitimately super fun game. I don't know like if it's going to be a major hit success, but it's like it is as good as Super Monkey Ball. <laughs> You know, another yeah. game that's like really damn good. And again, this goes back to the the point that I keep making that the Switch at this point, six years into its life cycle, has so many amazing, some of the best ever exclusive games. And it is also just becoming, if not already, the best way to play old games. And like the amount of collections on every single system that you can play on the Switch, whether it's Switch Online or these different um, s- separate SKUs yeah. coming out, like I think it's like really. Really awesome. Yeah. And to add to Samba de Amigo, right? Like, I would put, also put Fantasy Life in that camp. I would put a new Professor Layton game in that camp, right? Like, we're, we, you got a lot of games that are going to speak to specific audiences very loudly. Uh, and I think that's good for those audiences, and that's good for the variety of the Switch. I still come back to, overall, when I look at this direct, you know, to take it back to the top, right? Like, Andy was talking about the... Uh, first half of it i think i was still missing out on the first half right like again pikmin 4 didn't speak to me the xenoblade stuff didn't speak to me and the more we got into it into it through the first half the more i was like man this might be worse (laughs) than the previous (laughs) direct that we got which is like a hard bar to 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 break through but again when we got to the second half i think things really did um, uh, pick up for me but i wish i think the thing i wish this direct did for me was paint a more exciting picture of the year because for me, when I look at my Switch, I think the main thing I'm going to do on that Switch, and this is probably for everybody, right, is Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. But 
beyond that, beyond, um, I don't know what else I'm picking up my Switch for. I mean, Sea of Stars uh, is actually an, an, another good one, right? But I can play that on, I think, my Steam Deck if I wanted to. Um, exclusively on the Switch, there's not much that's calling out to me this year. I need everybody to support the Zelda Oracle games. I need Ninten- I need I need the heads of Nintendo to see the numbers just shoot out the fucking roof and be like, wow, and they're like, man, everybody's look playing at this, this minimal effort that we put into putting these games on the Switch. Glad we don't need to do anything and like remake them or anything, you know? Fresno's oh, doing something. <laughs> they have to be. We're gonna get a game at some point from them, and I think it's going to be at this point, Link's Awake or Link to the Past in the style of oh. which I mean, come oh. the fuck on, man. Oh. <laughs> well, how'd they release Metroid during review season? I'm so mad. It's always review season. I'm so mad. It's never going to stop. Yeah, but we're in the thick of it. This review whole year season never changes. Uh-huh. Yeah, but like uh, right now, especially, you know? Uh, we got big boxes sitting out in the, in the, in the studio right now. We're, we put up the photos. You can say we got PlayStation VR 2 out there. Why would you break and bark? <laughs> <laughs> the photos are out. People know they me. exist. I can't believe you broke and bark like that. <laughs> Delay Metroid Prime. Uh, I mean, yeah, it is interesting to think about Metroid Prime 4 at this point and. Like, where does it land? Like, does it end up coming out on the Switch? Or do they do a classic Nintendo Zelda thing of it's cross-gen on both consoles? Which, I mean, at this point, it's not even a Nintendo thing. It's like PlayStation mm. did it. Um, it's continuing. I mean, they don't have, uh, and maybe I'm speaking too soon, but I don't think they'll have Tears of the Kingdom to do that with. Certainly, maybe there'll be a remaster report, whatever they do. But I wonder if, I mean, that usually, I think they would do, a, do that with a Mario. A Metroid seems a bit too niche to do that with, but... I think they'll, they'll do that with something. Yeah. Some kind of cross-release. Um, cross no Mario game? Yeah, no Mario. I mean, we're going to get a Mario game, right? And we better. Uh, looking at the, um, again, this year with Nintendo World, with the Mario movie coming out in April. Um, the thing about Mario is it doesn't need to be timed around it. Like, I don't think any of us thought they were going to release it with the Mario movie. But, like, they could just put out a Mario game at any moment, and it'll sell just as well. Um, with them putting all their their shit into Zelda in May. It's like, that's... What I'm interested in is the rest of this year for Nintendo and looking at them, how they've been uh, in the, the past couple of years. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know that it's necessarily going to like pop the fuck off, um, but I don't know that it needs to when you have Tears of the Kingdom, you know? Like, they're going to come through. And also, there's a shit ton of games here that are going to score extremely high and speak loudly to the people that are... Uh, interested in playing them like lakers has been waiting for pikmin for a bazillion and a half years i can't wait for i'm really excited for pikmin it's been like so long since i've gotten into that world uh but when it comes to tears of the kingdom like this better be the last of us swan song this better be the one that closes out the switch oh man no, we got a couple more track. years with this thing fuck we're gonna be with the switch until 2025 saying that man it's true bro get you get used to it i'm gonna need i'm gonna need you all to teach me how to get some games on my pc all right you need to teach me Get some games, Greg. Also, right? Allegedly. Allegedly, some games. Oh, yeah, I got you. You know what yeah, I mean? Allegedly. I got you. Allegedly, I got you. But like you. the alleged games with like, you know, alleged global illumination and 60 frames per second in uh, 4K. Okay, so okay. like, you know, give me, you know, give me the games. Because we still need a little bit of time, Andy, to like let Tears of the Kingdom breathe and then we can finally get Wind Waker and uh, Twilight Princess on this fucking console, you know? That'll be 2026, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. WNDs, man. I will say, I'm not surprised that we didn't see them today. It, it, it felt too weird of timing, especially with the hope that they weren't uh, delaying the Tears of the Kingdom to, like, talk about a it's Wind a Waker and, yeah, uh, all of that. So Are we at the point where, like, it's just wait for the next anniversary, the next big milestone? 
I mean, that's from it. what uh, you're not gonna do a happy 38th, <laughs> like you're not gonna do that <laughs> shit. From the Jeff Grubb um, reports, and this is from a year and a half ago, so I don't know if he still stands by this, but I assume he does. Uh, he was talking about them holding on to the Zelda ports. No, fucking hold him to it. Uh, <laughs> hold his ass to <laughs> you it. You know right? what? Okay, Jeff Grubb said this, and if he, he just lied, just fucking yeah. mine whenever he wants to, we let it go. Okay, um, cool. But he was talking about how like Nintendo was basically in between figuring out how, where to release the Zelda ports where there wasn't Tears of the Kingdom coming out, right? Like, they don't... I don't think they wanted them to release Everything in the same year. Jeff Grubb, you watch this, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the idea was if Zelda somehow shifted from this year to next year, then you, you would see the Zelda ports, but because we're getting Tears of the Kingdom, they're going to hold off and wait until there's not a Zelda... a big Zelda coming out during the year to then Makes release sense. them. I want to shout out Sushi, who says, you guys are awesome, though. Thanks for the react. Thank you for watching. Thank you, Sushi. And make sure you use him uh, Twitch Primes. What's up? When the Twitch Primes at, yeah. Couple days ago, y'all, on Kind of Funny Games Daily, me and Bless did a bunch of predictions. We did for uh, the Nintendo Direct. I'm gonna go through pushing right peas. Let's go through them. Give some Push percentages on what we thought was gonna happen. We're gonna embarrass us. Do we see? Uh, we did. We did okay. Do we see a new mainline Mario game? Bless was at 50. percent mm-hmm. I was at 75. percent We did not. We did not. Uh, do we see a new Mario Sports title? I said 50. percent Bless said 70. percent I did say 70. We did not. Does Metroid Prime finally make an appearance? I was at 25. You were at 10. Oh, Damn. man. Damn. Soothsayer's my ass. <laughs> Do we get a Pikmin 4 trailer? 100%, 95%. Okay. You fucking got it with the release date. And you only said 95 because you wanted it to be different. Exactly. Be different, exactly. Yeah. Uh, will there be uh, any ports? I said 100%. <laughs> Here we fucking go. Bless was at 60. Uh, will any classic games or consoles be added to the Switch? We both said 100%. We fucking there nailed we it. Uh, is Advance Wars Reboot Camp finally coming out? Will it be out now? I said yes and no, and you said yes out shortly. We both nailed it. Yep. Wow. Uh, will we see any high-profile remasters, Zelda or Metroid? I said yes. You said 50%. Mm. Pizza bet. I fucking nailed it. Uh, do we get a Zelda Tears of the Kingdom trailer? If so, how long is the trailer? Uh, Bless said 100%, three minutes. How long? How <laughs> we'll long have to time I'll, 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 the trailer. I'll figure it out. I'll yeah. figure it out. And, uh, and also, on that show, I said that the Breath of the Wild one was three minutes. Rewatching it yesterday. Closer to four. Closer to four. Oh. Closer to four. I, and I did say that like I wanted a Zelda Tears of the Kingdom trailer. I was akin to that final Breath of the Wild trailer, which I would say that is. 218, Chad is saying. 218? That's close enough. <laughs> uh, I said 50, 50% chance of getting a, a Zelda trailer, and we did get it. Um, what's something unexpected that each of you think could make an appearance? Blessed Katana Zero yeah, sequel or something. Um, I don't imagine. Written down. And finally, will we see... DLC. Will we see Hollow Knight Silk Song? Ah, Blessed at a 10%, me at a no. Mm. Um, I, I said Bear yes. Barrett at a yes. Barrett at a yes, yeah. I had a yes just because I was hopeful for Keeping you, the faith. Yeah. Keeping the faith. Yeah. Yeah, so I... Honestly, looking at this, it was fairly in line with uh, what we were talking about. And, of course, not every single thing was here. The biggest one for me is no Mario. But even then, I was saying, it's like, I was at uh, the 75%. I'm still 75% we're going to get a a 2D or 3D Mario game this year. So just because it wasn't at this Direct, Mm. we're going to get it at a Direct. That was going to be my next question for you is, what is Nintendo's big game for the fall? Nintendo's proved they don't need a big game for the fall. You're going to be playing Pikmin throughout the rest of the year. I, right? to, I don't know if I'm going to be playing Pikmin in July. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's bullshit. I, listen, I played Tiny Look, King. I, I, saw, I saw this Pikmin 
business right there, and Grounded ate it to lunch. All right, you can go play Grounded right now in the best deal in gaming, Game Pass. Or you can play Tinykin, which is also he on Game Pass. says with a PlayStation hoodie. That's crazy. I you- play all sides of the field except Nintendo. That's where I shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tinykin and Grounded have anything on Pikmin. Go to hell. Tinykin was so good, man. Tinykin was fine. Uh, but also, fucking Pikmin, they're only on number four. Like, got Leonardo da Vinci back there building it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Making an amazing fucking Pikmin 4. Really quick, uh, just for updates, uh, Game Boy, Basic Game Boy is on the Nintendo Switch Online Basic, and then Game Boy Advance is on Expansion, expansion Class, uh, alongside with uh, Nintendo 64. Just as a <laughs> heads up to everybody. That's I great. I hate this company. Bro. Right now in the live chat, a guy named Brandon just went by and says, Greg looks like he just got back from his vasectomy appointment. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he fucking got you, man. I'm an fuck? What the fuck does that mean? So weird. When you leave a vasectomy so appointment, they put you in a white sweatshirt? I don't get it. You fucking got, fucking you. got uh, you. You got you, damn. bitch ass. I don't, <laughs> did he? I don't understand. Yeah, he did, was he it did. an insult or was it actually how you they dressed you? When I you think was, he was calling you season. Nick, come over here, man. Did he get Greg or what? You know what he means. After in the chat was saying there's no way uh, we get an, another 2D or 3D Mario on the, the Switch. I just want to point out we haven't got a single new 2D Mario on the Switch. Like, That's true. This would be like the first generation in a long time that that would be the case like i just don't see that happening with how well those games sell and how comparatively they are much lower stakes in terms of production and everything so i I think we're going to see it i think that uh fall game we don't necessarily need to have one they don't always have one but uh, i feel like they always mario would make something though right but we do know we're getting pokemon we're gonna get that's the thing is like is I guess Pokemon DLC could count as a good game. Because, yeah, I feel like usually it's either Pokemon or there is something Nintendo. And I, I know they, I don't know if they align it that way. I think it is just happenstance that usually you get something throughout the year from Nintendo. I guess there was that one year that had Animal Crossing and um, Paper Mario. And I don't know if they had a fall game that year. But I feel like usually there's uh, something. And I guess that could be Pokemon DLC. But I feel like that'd be a disappointing second half of the year. I mean, I, but there's also the idea of other Pokemon <laughs> games and other Legends at any moment, they can announce it and it comes out, you know? And I, when, when at, at any moment, it's probably going to be the end of this month, we'll get a better idea of what this year and mm. maybe even a, be, a little bit of next year looks like on the Pokemon front. Um, hey there, kiddo. But even then, you're talking Rasmus. about 2019 or 2020 uh, for Nintendo not having a big fall game. When yeah. That was the Animal Crossing year. Even 2019, they didn't have a big one, but they had a lot of things like Luigi's like Mansion. Fire Emblem uh, Three Houses, or was that summer? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. It was like that level of title. I, I, I count that. What? As a big title? Fire Emblem Three Houses? you count that as a big title, how are you disappointed in this direct that just <laughs> had fucking Fire Emblem and Xenoblade and Pikmin? And like, if you ask a lot of people, they'll tell you Fire Emblem Three Houses is the game of the year. I don't play Fire Emblem, so I don't know. I, I mean, I'm with you. I'm with that, but like in terms of... So then graded higher is what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they weren't titles that you cared about. I understand. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Because uh, I mean, you saw my audible reaction when Fire Emblem pops up. I go, enough! Oh, dude. Stop it! Just I mean, I'm, enough! I'm, I'm the same way. I, I guess my thing is like enough with the swords. You know what is the Fire Emblem Three Houses of this fall? <laughs> is I guess, sure. I guess my question. Pikmin Four. Pikmin Four. That's that's July. That's not fall. All right, all right. Then it's whatever the other got him. Got him. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, well, everybody, let us know in the comments below what you thought of this Nintendo Direct, and if you think that Nintendo is going to have a major game in the fall, what's it going to be? What is it going to be? Until next time, I love you all. Goodbye. Mario sixty four remake. Tell me what the fuck you mean, Brandon. I just don't get it. <laughs> <laughs>